I'm your host, Remy, and you're now tuned in to the Obsessively Outspoken podcast. Joining me today, as always, is my trusted co-host, Yellow. Today, we delve into the massive strike by Amazon employees on Black Friday. We also look at the recent sexual allegations against Neil deGrasse Tyson. Remember to visit the website at www.obsessivelyoutspoken.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Enjoy. The world's largest retailer, Amazon, is firing back after a scathing report depicted it as a bruising workplace. It's described as a cutthroat corporate jungle where workers are pitted against one another. 80-hour work weeks are the norm, and falling ill can mean you're out of a job. But let's step back for a moment. Is it really that intense? Tonight, former employees give their side to our Cynthia McFadden. Amazon may have one of just about everything on its massive shelves. This, one of its many fulfillment centers, the size of 28 football fields. The company has become the most highly valued retailer in the world, outranking Walmart. But as other tech companies outdo each other with employee benefits, for example, Netflix recently announced it would give a year-long parental leave to male and female employees. An article in Sunday's New York Times suggests Amazon is taking a contrary direction. There is definitely a sense from people that we talk to that Amazon does not really care about their personal lives. You can't reveal any weaknesses or you will be in trouble. What are your thoughts on, on this? Do you think it's something that's that's possible? In this country? Yeah. Um no. Well people have people go on strike all the time, but I don't think it's to this magnitude. Like, I don't think it's, even though not every employee walked out, but that's major to do it on no, the... No, it, it doesn't happen as often no more. It doesn't happen as often. And, um, the, like, unions have gotten weak. It doesn't happen as often. I mean, like, at least the, the, the good thing about it, I don't, there's more to it than that. Because you don't know if, like, the conditions, like, um, they can't replace them or they can't punish them for doing that. In this country, uh, like when last you heard of people having a walkout and, and striking like that, it doesn't happen like that. Well, I know the teachers did it in Virginia not too long ago, but on a mass scale, like on a really grand scale, I agree with you. It, it's not like it was before. And you're saying that's because. Well, I mean, there's stuff that that um, is put in place for you to not do it anymore or, or make it harder to be to, to be done like like anti uh, anti strike you know you can't strike on some jobs and um if you strike that's just grounds for termination and you know there's a, a lot of things that they put in place now that you know it's, it's not encouraged to do that so you know that's why um and they gradually you know doing it for example you know the police department can't strike right 
No, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't. I. I didn't know about the anti-strike policy at work. I thought everyone had the right to, if they wanted to, grab some picket fence and you know start picketing outside of their employer's office. I didn't know there was an anti-strike law. Doctors can't strike. Doctors, nurses can't strike. Um, um, transportation, train services can't strike. Um, a couple of crucial jobs, truck drivers can't strike. There's a few places that just you just can't strike. Right. Huh. Okay. And if so, then that's grounds for termination. Yes, it could be grounds for termination and uh, legal penalties. Um, legal. Um, you know, you might have to go face a judge. You know, and get a fine or. You know, who knows what the, pen, the the punishment would be? Okay, gotcha. Well, I don't know. Outside of those jobs, I think it needs to happen more in this country. Uh, I just, I just feel it's difficult to get the amount of people to really make it effective, to really stand by it and say we're not going back until these issues are resolved fully. I just don't think you'll get that many people, you know, involved. Yeah. Um, you know, it, but you have to also realize that, um, uh, there's been this big push for anti-unions all over the place. There's a lot of anti-unions and the union has, unions have been weakened you know, it's not, it's just pretty much a front for, um, it's a shell of what it used to be. It doesn't hold the power it has, it once had. The only powerful union there is, is the police department union. Police department union is the, is the last strong union there there is. Have you ever been part of a union? Yes, I have. And you think they're effective, that they should stick around? Because once again, you know me, I'm so skeptical about all, you know, is it just a smoke screen? Is it just something to give people false hope or is yes. it really? You're describing it perfectly, false hope, because they don't, uh, we all know real power. And sometimes you will be surprised that your union representative is not very informative. They don't give you great directions. They they mislead you. And um, I kind of believe that a lot of times, um, you know, the representatives, they, they are in the pockets um, of the, the company. The company's paying them things to just be a, a front, but it's not real. There's nothing really coming out of it. You, you know, at the end of the day, the union will never back you up or have, you know, real representation with, with you. You know, it's, um, it's, 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 it's just a front. You know, um, probably you will, you will go in with a representative, but the representative is not really um, fighting for you or have your back in any way. So you've it's never just... benefited from being in a union? No. All right. Well, that's that. Yeah, you don't. And um, strange enough, I mean, that they, they don't really have no real power. So people so, are just, employees just want to hold on to them out of tradition. Pretty much. Um, they try to tell you that they, they try they, they, the, the services they offer is so limited, you know. Um, the companies offer it anyway. I mean, they're not offering anything substantial, and like 
when last have you ever heard of reform uh, union offering any kind of real reform it doesn't really happen yeah i've never been part of a union so i i, I wouldn't know and i i do know there is that backlash to unions and people are trying to get rid of them but like how would you make it better like if you were in charge how would you reform it to really benefit and favor the employee um uh, stable uh, make it stable um job security um actually go up against the company and uh, make you fight for um, for better conditions uh you so, know so so right now as it stands if you were in a union you still can get terminated yes and because... unions you're not supposed to was that like one of the like the original or the uh, initial policies is that it was much more of a thorough process before you actually got terminated. You can't just get terminated for anything because the unions would would back you up. Right. Okay. So, you know, they would, at least they would fight in your fate on your behalf or, or help you fight for your job or, you know, help you get a, another job or, you know, something in that nature. So you never I, felt job secure, like your job was secure back when no, you were in the... No, no. It, 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 it doesn't make one lick of a difference whether it's a union or non-union. The company will do whatever they want because uh, uh, there's also this thing that a company could do. A computer company could actually um, get rid of the union by just saying, you know what, I don't want no union. Close up shop, go someplace else, and open up the company and, and someplace else. That's that doesn't allow you to have a union. So they, the mere fact the company could do that. That weakens the power of the union. So, because like, if you know that's possible, because you gotta also remember that the union also um um um, um income source is dues from its members. If the money stops, the union doesn't exist. So it comes it comes straight out of, out of your paycheck. Right. Uh huh. Your union dues come out of your employee paycheck. And and they're so, not doing half the things they should to secure your your job or make conditions better in the work environment because, because that's it, insane because because if for example you know um you, you know the union the union know that they're not really they don't really have no real leverage you know it's pretty much a lot of the stuff that they they try to do like they, when they go to the table they can't really like fight back with the company and say you know what we're going on strike and that's it and the power to do that is, is is gone because like um if the company decide you know what we don't want the union and they could go someplace else and set up shop and eliminate the union the union can't say well you can't do that or it's not any you know uh, we can stop you or we'll, we'll we'll go after you for doing that and once that done that's that's it for the union dues the union can't pick up any um dues or whatever so um it's just another form of business that's living off of employees and um, it's not really giving you nothing. The only way you got to get in unions to be effective is to give them the power they once have, you know? And I don't see that coming back because the, the people that work for companies, they uh, there's a, a segment of them that don't want unions. So it's a, it's a tough fight, you know, you know, getting the unions back the way it was. Like I said, the, the the only union that I see is powerful, that still have it, the power, is the police department union. They go all out for the members. They defend their members. They get them out of legal problems, and that's the only uh, effective union. 
Um, so think, where does that leave you and you and I? Um, we don't have nothing. We have nothing. We we we, we don't want to call companies, so that that leaves us with nothing. Yeah, that doesn't sit well with me at all. And I, and I know most of us in this country feel hopeless and that there aren't any either legal or other recourses that we can take. So you just feel stuck. And that that that's something has to give. Something has to give. Because then change will never come about. There's lots of changes that could be made everywhere. People just feel like there's it's going to fall on deaf ears. They always have the suggestion box, please. That's another smoke screen. That's or, just or, as good. That's just surveys. as good. As, yeah, that's just as good as throwing it in the dumpster. <laughs> it will be answered by picking up the garbage. The garbage collectors will answer it for you. Right. And I'm not saying that it never. There is never a case where someone in position can take a look at some of these suggestions and implement them. But I don't. I don't think it's happening as much as we think it is across the board because they already think things are fine the way that they are i think out of courtesy okay how tell us how you feel about your work environment you asking me a question no 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 i'm no i'm saying i think they have suggestion box out in the open or they email surveys to the employees because the employer just out of courtesy wants you wants wants to give you an opportunity to, t- to give feedback on how you feel about the work environment but i don't really think there is a whole lot of um intent behind that to actually make some changes because you're not going to tell me you f- you feel that the employees know what's best for the work environment more than you do as the employer so the well, suggestion box and surveys are just there because. What employer gives a damn about the, what the employer think? <laughs> Nobody gives a, a damn about the employer. Right. So why put, as, out, why put out a suggestion box then? Doesn't it make you feel good to, to see it? It's just it, a, a feel good thing. Yeah, it doesn't make me feel good. Well. Because I'm, 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 I'm up on it. I, I, trust me. I've, I've been in many different work environments. I've, I've been in many different types of jobs and I've learned that your feedback is just, that's it. It's your feedback. Thank you for your feedback, but, and so I don't even tell it. I don't even go through that process anymore, to be honest. It's just, it just tells them what's on your mind and that's it, you know? nothing's going to change it's working fine for them it sucks to be you yeah well i I just wanted to bring that out because i know we always talk about work and work environment how how do we bring about change in this country but at some point something is going to have to give it may not be as radical as what happened um with amazon but it's it's something something has to give and I like to hear that the teachers, because I don't think teach, I, I don't think a lot of occupations get paid what they should get paid in this country. A social worker for what they have to do, their job duties, and what they get paid is laughable. It's, it's comical to me. And 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 they go to school to do that. They they do four years to do that, 
and yeah, some no. some people do more because they want to get their masters. They get their bachelor's for four years. Some go even even higher. And what you want to pay them is not what it's worth for what they do. So, and I, and I definitely feel the same way about teachers. Even though there are some teachers, depending, they get you know they get paid pretty well, but there are a lot who, for what they do, they don't get paid nearly as much. And I could go down the list of occupations, but those two come to mind. So when the teachers go on strike and they demand more, or they're not going to go back to teach, I I, I really like that. I really do. You know, it's, it's amazing how actors, actors, um, entertainers, music, um, ball players, they all get paid more than teachers and even more than doctors with crucial jobs. Society has really had it backwards. You know, you would think, okay, to promote um, certain different fields, they would give certain things away for free. They don't. It's pretty much on you. It's on you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of like, because like to go to school to to get to, for a doctor you know i i don't know what the bill is like but i know doctors that's 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 still struggling to pay that bill that that um that off things have to change you can't have people working these amount of hours in this country and feel like you know the morale is going to be up and and people are going to be productive it's just not morale is down and a, a lot of people i talk to Morale is just down. People don't feel good about going to work. That's a problem. Because you spend, you know, so much time at work, especially if you're working overtime and you're putting more hours in. You know, um... And it's not just about the money, because there are other things you can do to improve on a work environment. But that's a good start. But there are other things companies can do for their employees. Well, I mean, bottom line, if it's not profitable, it's it not, it's not um, nothing is broken. Because um, I, I've had that conversation with you before. You know, sometimes, you know, you have this thing called corporate abuse. And when it happens, there's nobody to defend you against the corporation or the company. Mm-hmm. And when, it, when, when people flip out and do some crazy things, they, we, that's never sp- talked about or brought up. You know, that's just um, something under the, um, like, well, they, they're disgruntled. The narrative switches around and say the person who caused it was really a problem because the conditions were so good. And so, um, you know, people um, that, that was involved, they, they were innocent victims and the whole works. The narrative just switches and changes um, in their favor. Right. But... Um, this is real issues. People are sometimes being abused, you know, um, by you know the company, and um, that's something that's just not talked about. And and this is this is why we need strong unions, you know. If if you notice, I mean, New York City Police Department, like they their union is so strong, they take it. They kind of make unions look bad, because like when you could turn your back on your boss and don't have no consequences behind it. That says a lot. I mean, I think that's overdoing it, but that goes to show you how much power they really got. As the mayor faces an open revolt by rank and file members of the nation's largest police department. On Saturday night, as police and officials gathered at the hospital, the slain officers have been taken. Several officers turned their backs on the mayor as he passed by. 
The head of the city's biggest and most influential police union went even further. There's blood on many hands tonight. Those that incited violence on the street under the guise of protest that tried to tear down what New York City police officers did every day. We tried to warn, it must not go on, it cannot be tolerated. That blood on the hands starts on the steps of City Hall in the office of the mayor. It's not that he's anti-police, it's just that he believes that he's, he's uh, fighting a, a you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a just cause, or you know, or the or be on their side of right, because there was a couple of incidents that happened in the city with the police and um, uh, um, civilians, you know, and he decided on like kind of, you know, changing the rules around and make it a little more community friendly, or uh, he 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 also decided on like um, shutting down Rikers Island and. They automatically said, "Okay, he's anti-police, and yeah, uh, they don't want him in the police." Um, uh, there was a police that got killed. He went to the funeral, and they turned it back, like you know, in disrespect. You know, you don't need to be here. We don't need you here. We don't want you here. And it was, um, you know, on television, you know, that they did that. But and it, 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 apparently, it seemed like it was a proud moment to do that for them. But um, it, it didn't look good because everybody else don't do that on get to do that on the job, you know. And nobody had suffered any consequences for that. Is there still tension between De Blasio and the police force? Still, there's still tension with them. They still really have issues. Um, uh, uh, Caliph Brower story also was the what um made the the mayor decide to make, uh, make changes and shut down rikers island right well i don't think if 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 it hasn't blown over yet then they, they may always be some tension between the mayor's office and police force how many how many years has he served as mayor uh i, I would have to look at that one up uh, i don't know that over the top of my head Okay. But anyway, you brought this up for an, as an example that no other union would go to bat for their employees the way the police force did in that particular situation. Because somebody yeah. should have got fired or reprimanded or something. And that's how it happens on every other job. Right, right. Well, you know, I think it is talked about in this country. I just think it falls on deaf ears. You know, and, and then you have employees who are siding with the employer, which makes it which makes it harder to to um, to fight that fight. So everyone is now on one accord. And I think that's that's the big problem. Now, I guarantee you behind that employer's back. Oh, they're griping just as much as you are. I wish I wish this would change. Oh, I have an issue with this, and man, I feel this way. I wish they could do this differently. But when it's time to step up to the plate, how many people are you think are being vocal? How many people do you think are, is ready to make a stand? No, it, it's not. Um, you also got to remember this company people. So, like, if you you fighting something, there's somebody to make a counter argument against you. You know, so. Um, you know, you, you don't, you can't win if um, 
if you know you have fight you're fighting your employer and you're in your your state the side that you're on you have people um, opposing you. you you can't you can't fight you have too many fights to fight you know and it's it's just hard you know it's hard to fight a fight uh, like that you, you won't win that's number one because you know you have no control over nothing you know you have no leverage especially when you're the only one fighting yeah yeah only one fighting everybody's quiet and top of that you have people that's that's that, that, that's against you well things are set up in this in this country where if you have not saved up and you're living from paycheck to paycheck then you don't have the autonomy to say i'm not going to come into work for a week you're on this hamster wheel where you've left left yourself powerless at the end of the day it's all about profitability for them you know and the, the profits these companies are making record profits and they're not paying the, the employee anymore you know it, 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 your, your paychecks have been stagnant so um like okay good you're making profit but shouldn't shouldn't the what the what's the word what do you normally say um shouldn't the rising tide pick up all the boats mm-hmm. so and it's, it's not it's not working like that this, this, I think, is a very scary chart. This is union membership rates decrease, middle income, class income shrink. Look at that. It's the same chart. And it really brings up the point, how bad is income inequality going to get when unions disappear altogether? Because if that's where the chart is going, I hate to think where the middle class is going. It's going it's to get much worse. How could it get much worse? I mean, right, right now we're fifth in the world, fifth worst in income inequality. Well, it's, it's obvious that when people, an employer negotiating one-on-one with a person that has all of the power, the whole idea of unions, uh, whatever their flaws, if you don't have people acting together, uh, to get their wages and benefits up, they don't happen. And our, with the, the unions actually did help build the American middle class. So it is a huge loss. Even if you, even if you don't like unions, it's a big loss. Come on. So we're going to move on to a situation, to a, a, a scandal that just breaks my heart. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Grassy Tyson uh, is being investigated for sexual misconduct by the National Geographic and Fox Broadca- Broadcasting Company. Cosmos host Neil deGrasse Tyson has broken his silence. While he apologized for making one woman feel uncomfortable, he denied a lingering allegation that he drugged and raped a woman while they were in graduate school together. In a lengthy post shared to Facebook on Saturday, the astrophysicist apologized for what was characterized as groping in a report on the religion blog Pathos during a photo op following the American Astronomical Society in 2009. Caitlin Allers, an associate professor, claimed that during an after-conference event, Tyson followed a tattoo of Pluto into her dress. She also told the blog that Tyson was not someone who has great respect for female bodily autonomy. Tyson said he only just learned nine years after that she thought this behavior was creepy and that he was deeply sorry to have made her feel that way. 
Oh, yellow. Oh, yeah. That, that, that tells it tears at my heartstring because you know I like him, you know I really like him, uh, and I I could see um, he's not denying that it didn't happen. He's apologizing for his behavior, or I in that situation I feel this is my feeling. I'm I'm not going off for any substantial thing, right? I think some of it is exaggerated. I feel like it's exaggerated. Um, it's exaggerated, you know. Uh, because it seems like the bigger you are, you're not usually the target they look for to, uh, to fall, right? I, I, I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm not there. But this is my, my that's my, my. So, thoughts. so, so hold, hold that thought. Let me continue. He said, "Had I been told of her discomfort in the moment, I would have offered this same apology eagerly and on the spot." In my mind's eye, I am friendly and accessible and an accessible guy. But going forward, I can surely be more sensitive to people's personal space, even in the midst of my planetary enthusiasm. That bothers me a lot. That so so and I I understand your feeling, but this is not exaggerated. This is what he's doing right here is admitting that he was out of place and may he said he read the situation wrong which is easy to do but for me i kind of know whether and and that's just me because i'm observant and you you and i talked about how observant I, how i could look at the situation how i could read a room how i could read a person i don't think a lot of men have that that gift but i could tell when a person is uncomfortable around me. And I'm talking about outside of sexual situations. I know when a person feels uncomfortable, maybe because of something I've said or did, or they've come into my space with, with some baggage. And I'm like, what's wrong? Something doesn't seem right. What happened? And they're like, oh, you know, I, I just got fired. Or what? Like I could read. And maybe I think in the heat of the moment, men don't see and women don't quite see when a person doesn't feel right. So I really hate the fact that if I had, he said, if I had known about her discomfort in the moment, that's something that you should be able to read. Now, if she was all in and she showed no signs of, of discomfort at, and she was into it 110%, that's something different. But you, you can kind of know and he is a, a, a very enthusiastic person, very passionate about what he does. And that's why people gravitate to him. And so for him to say, even in planetary enthusiasm, dude, don't draw a Pluto or Mars on a woman's, like, Neil, what the fuck, man? Come on. You know, um, the same, and, 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 um, okay, I know you're going to, I'm you gonna know. take it. I'm gonna take it easy. I'm gonna take it easy. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Do what you gotta do because I know. No, you're I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna flip. I just wanna. I'm gonna hear you out. I'm gonna hear you out. I'm gonna but, hear but, you out. But the same thing, right? That like it could come off being very um, uh, overboard, right? You know, on a daily basis, women could get get away with the same exact thing, right? And. You know, if if it was the other way around, it would not have come out like that, right? 
even though it's just as wrong, right? But I think a lot of times women expect you to be mind readers, and uh, for guys to just think, oh, they don't want to miss the opportunity of misreading stuff, that'll put you into a problem. Sometimes, a lot of times, it's best to just leave things alone than try to guess or believe that you know what they they are um, they they are, they are implying. Because, uh, like, uh, men, women kind of, you know, sometimes think that us guys are mind readers. We don't read minds. We, we don't. And sometimes we probably uh, ahead of them. What The signal that they're putting out, we probably one step ahead of them, you know? So it's like you got to be straight up. At this point in time, I think you just got to be straight up. Tell me what exactly what, what, what because I, 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 I don't read minds. So, so, so you're right. And, and let me, let me continue a little bit more and I'm going to address what you just said. Tyson also addressed allegations by Ashley Watson, his former assistant, that she was forced to quit her job after Tyson came onto her. Watson worked for Tyson over the summer and told Patheos that she experienced inappropriate behavior by Tyson that occurred over wine and cheese at his home after hours. Let, let me find out something there. Isn't he married? There is no, um, there is no, um, th there's, there's nothing about him being married in this, in this uh, article. So he says accusations can damage a reputation and a marriage, sometimes irreversibly, Tyson said. I see myself as a loving husband and as a public servant a scientist and educator who serves at the will of the public. I am grateful for the support I've received from those who continue to respect and value me and my work. So from that, yeah, I think he is married. He's taking women to the house, offering them cheese and all that. I'm like, where's his wife? Ah, okay. So, so here we are. So I get what you're saying, and I, 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 I've listened listened closely. But like you just said, wine and cheese at the home after hours. I don't know, uh, and 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 I don't think that a woman should expect a man to come home to her because it's wine and cheese after hours. Now, I do believe that if it's a certain time of night that you going over there you're not using your better judgment i do believe that if 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 if, if, if a chick if a chick wants to come over mm -hmm. at at midnight to watch netflix now i'm not saying that i'm going that that's my right to say but let's be let's, don't talk to me about netflix you're not you're not you're not you're not being you're not being honest not not at midnight. So so put out put it out on the table. Now, if there is some context um, between me and that girl, that's a... wait, he is married. He's, uh, it's uh, Elisa Young, and they were married since nineteen eighty eight. But go ahead. Wow. Okay. So that just put a different spin on things. Yellow. And 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 and, and to your point, if that woman knows that she's married, why is she over there with eating, um, drinking wine and eating cheese? So, so, so there's both parties to blame. I'm not going over my coworker's house when her husband is not at home to drink wine and eat cheese after work hours. 
I am not doing that. So why do people think it's okay to go over to a, a, a person's home who's married to drink wine and cheese after work hours? Now, if everyone is included, that's one thing. Is just the two of y'all? Come on, man. Nah. Something more was going on there. Uh, let me continue a bit. Tyson acknowledged a meeting in which Watson addressed the evening and told him that his behavior made her uncomfortable. He specifically addressed an encounter reported by Pet Pathios that involved a Native American handshake described by the blog as incredibly intimate. I never touched her until I shook her hand upon deport departure. On that occasion, I had offered a special handshake. Come on now. This is game. This is game. He goes on to say, one I learned from a native elder on reservation land at the edge of the Grand Canyon. You extend your thumb forward during the handshake to feel the other person's vital spirit energy. The pulse. Mm -hmm. All right, Tyson, I'm done. Come on, man. This is the time that you're going to use a, 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 a Native American handshake on me? Yellow, come on now. That's game. I've never forgotten that handshake, he says, and I saved it in appreciation of people with whom I've developed new friendships. Uh, <laughs> you take it away. I'm done. You take it away. I'm done. Bam. You going to wait to wine and cheese after work hours to perform a, a, a Native American handshake, intimate a Native American handshake as a way to represent Native Americans and 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 to and to as a in memory of the friendships. Come on, man. He's nerdy. He's in, he he's not that nerdy. He he he's he's a little goofy. He's not that goofy. He knew exactly what he was doing, and this is and this is this, yeah. And she knew what he was up to. Well, once, well, she shouldn't have went over there if he's married. That's number one. But if she given him, if she gave, but, I, but, but, boy, when he mentioned wine and cheese, she should have stopped him and said no. That's right. I, and 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 I'm I talk about the wine and cheese. I don't care about the wine and cheese. I don't care if you didn't eat anything or you had a full course meal or you had some crackers. I don't. You shouldn't have been over there if he is married. That's number one. Number two, the handshake. Like, what was the per like? Don't, and I don't care who it is. If I if I put my hand out to shake someone's hand, male or female, don't don't take that time this time to to perform your new your handshake on me. Don't no. Just give me a I'm expecting a regular handshake, fam. Don't give me a, a, anything different. Don't stick out your your thumb. Don't your index finger. Don't do anything. Just a regular standard handshake. Okay, can I can I ask a question? Sure. <laughs> In the past, right? Prior to the we uh, the YouTube um, Me Too movement. movement, right? Have there ever been a time that you've been inappropriate with a woman? Hell no. Hell no. You never made a move onto a woman, and then like she it wasn't reciprocated. Oh no, no. I knew. Like I said, I I could I, I could read it. I knew. Um, you, you ever made an advance to a woman and she turned you? She turned she turned you down. Um, let me think. Turned down. 
I mean, I'm going to say yes. I mean, I, 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 I can't, I can't remember, but I'm not going to sit here and say so, every time so that, I reached, I reached in for a kiss that that the woman was was reached in as well. So. So then you misread the moment, then, right? Well, she could have. Uh, yeah, like I'm, I'm sure it has happened. I'm not. Let me not say it. I've, I've always read a situation to a T. There are plenty of times, but I'm not. I'm not talking about that though. I'm talking about me liking a woman and thinking that she like that she likes me back. By the time a woman is in my home, in my bed, or or drinking uh, wine and cheese at twelve midnight, I'm 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 reading it all the way, and there is some context there. There's something that happened prior before she got we got to this point. Nobody and, just jumped. And, and and that's way too late to be in anybody's house, and and it not but, be but, something personal. But but what I'm saying, I don't know if she was at his house that late, but I'm saying. If a woman is at my house at that time of night, okay. drinking wine and cheese, there has been a build up. Something built up and led to this point, and it was mutual. Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a woman at my house at um, late, and then I thought it was going to end up one way, and it, it, it actually took the opposite direction. So, you no, know. no, no, and, and that happens. That happens. They might, they might not be in the mood anymore. You might have said something that that turned them off. Like that, that happens all the time. Like I'm not even, I'm, I'm okay with that. But when she leaves, don't give her an intimate handshake. You know, just give her. I, a I, I, I don't even know what that is. But, but that's what I'm saying. He, why did he do that? Just if, if, if she's leaving, right? Mm -hmm. Say thank you for coming. I appreciate your company. You open up the door for her. You see her get in her car, you see her drive off, and you close your door. Right or wrong? Right. Why is he your 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 hands don't have to you don't have nobody who does that? Who gives a person a handshake? If you were if I visited you and I left, well, we're, we're a little different, and I'm not gonna see you again, I'll I'll give you a hug. But if we work together, why am I hugging you? Why am I and you're my cousin? I'm I'm, I'm shaking your hand. I'll be like, yo, I'll see you tomorrow. That's weird. Why, why, why is your hands on her? You don't have to touch her. You're seeing her tomorrow. Thank you. Good night. Why are you giving her a handshake? I'm talking about a regular handshake. Fuck the, the Native American handshake. Why are you even giving a regular handshake? Just wave by. That's what I'm saying. This is... So even in what you're saying, once that woman said, you know, I'm ready to go home, you're not touching her. As she leaves, you're not giving her a special handshake. You're not give, even giving her a regular handshake. We have to use better judgment, both men and women. We we just have to use better judgment. And you're married. You're just putting yourself in a situation where things could come back on you. And you know that you're famous and you're in the public eye. It's stupid, Neil. That was stupid. Yeah, just bad move. Just a, an a, an egregious era of judgment on his part first and foremost and on her part you don't you know co-workers that's number one why okay yellow take once again take it away i'm done i'm done i'm done i, I, I just looked it up and see what um american a uh, native american handshake is and it's pretty much how guys do um how guys kind of shake each other um shake each other hand and pull each other close to each other that, that's what it entails you know a, a handshake where you, you you're pulling each other um so one is pulling the other one towards their body that's, that's what it is okay so what is this he's talking about with the finger and the and the, the, the thumb and all this other like what is that about 
Listen, this could this could even be made. The, the, the finger the finger is locked in with your thumb. You, but you you know you know how like you, you put the finger you wrap it around the, the, the other person's thumb. You you interlock um the thumb and you pull each other oh. to each other close to oh. each other. Okay, great. Okay, great. Tell me that before you do that. I once again, if I'm in his situation, and a woman is my she's my colleague and and. I'm not married. She's not married. Things went down or things didn't go down. When I stretch out my hand, I'm going to tell you that this is what I'm going to do. You want to know why? Because I'm not about to give you the standard handshake. If I go into work tomorrow and somebody give me a Native American handshake, it's going to throw me off. I'm going to be uncomfortable. Not because I feel like that person, man or woman, had made sexual advances to me. I'm uncomfortable because I'm like, what the fuck was that? Why are you feeling my pulse with your thumb and your, your, your index finger? Like, what, what, what? The, give me a regular Monday morning on the job handshake. That no, I'm not. I'm not rolling with this. Neil Tyson, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's out of pocket on this one. He's out of pocket on this one. And he should know better. He's way too intelligent of a person to even put himself in this position. Uh, and um, when was the first accusation? Uh, I don't know the date, you know. Because that wasn't nothing recent. That was way back. In, one was in 2015. Okay, so listen to this. See? All right. Um... The writer of the Pathios Report, David McAfee, has repeatedly surfaced an, an allegation made by Tachia Ahmet in a 2014 blog post that Tyson drugged and raped her. Ahmet alleges the rape happened in 1984 when she and Tyson were in grad school together at the University of Texas in Austin. In an interview published in November, Ahmet reportedly told the site that following the incident, she dropped out of the program, suffered from PTSD, and sought therapy repeatedly. Tyson wrote that he had a brief relationship with Ahmet and that he remembered being intimate only a few times, all at her apartment, but the chemistry wasn't there. Tyson said he ran into her a few years later, at which time he learned that she had dropped out of her graduate program. Okay, being intimate only a few times, all at her apartment, but the chemistry wasn't there. But it's a few times. See, there's so much wrong with this story. See, see, I want to tell, I want to tell Neil, this is common sense. You're so smart, you have no common sense. If you've been intimate only a few times with her, all at her apartment, and the chemistry wasn't there, then they shouldn't be a few times. It should be that one time when she was uncomfortable. And then that's it. This is disturbing. And I think this conversation that you and I are having, the same way we had it in the first season about the bus stop and the sex in public area, th these conversations are important for everyone to have. Men with women, men with men. And then, because I don't think we get it. We have to push common sense more in this country. If the chemistry is not there, it's not there. I have never gone out with a person, and I'm sure a woman have never gone out twice with me after the first date was a was a was a flop. There was no chemistry. Who does that? And I'm not. And I'm not even talking about being intimate. 
I'm talking about going and it's just the worst. The, the chemistry is just not there whatsoever. Who then says, hey, you want to meet up tomorrow at Starbucks? Like, really? This is disturbing to me because I don't see the common sense in it. And I love Neil deGrasse Tyson, but you got to be smarter than this, especially if you're in the public eye. Let me ask you a question, all right? So, so do you think that there's redemption for people like that? Absolutely. Absolutely. But he needs to go through common sense. Like, dude, you have all these PhDs, you're an astrophysicist, but you need to go through common sense therapy or common sense school before you can get back on your shit because this all that you're talking about right here, the Native American handshake, the we've been intimate but, but uncomfortable, the chemistry wasn't there. Dude, this is stuff that you should know from the womb. So yeah, he, he is great at what he does. He's the most passionate person I know as an astrophysicist. And I, I like, the guy is great. But if you don't have the common sense and you're going to navigate through your career this way, doing this shit, and you're married, dude, you need to sit down and sit on the bench for a while and go through some type of... Somebody needs to talk to you before you get back out there because you can't be doing this shit. Don't just be giving out Native American handshakes, fam. Don't do it. This is wild to me, man. This, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm done. I, I have nothing else to say about this situation. But I know there are a lot of men and women out there like that. You, you know, you can't just put your hands on somebody in a different way that they're not expecting. You know, be mindful of when you ask people to come to your house at a certain time. If you're married, then make better. Like people do this every day. And if you're doing it with people that you work with, is that much more dangerous? You have to be very vigilant moving forward with a, a coworker and a neighbor. Whoo! You got to be very careful because it, it will come back to haunt you and it will come back to haunt you in a major way. So I just feel, I, you know, I feel bad for everyone involved because I, I think all, all of this could have been avoided. Don't, don't, don't draw Pluto on my body. Just don't. Don't, don't draw Mars, the moon. Keep that to yourself. Ah, he can, he, he can be redeemed. We don't really know. All of this is alleged, but he did apologize and he did pretty much was forth, forthright with a lot of the stuff that he did that he shouldn't have. So I don't know if he's going to lose his job or whatever the case may be, but we, we, this, 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 no one else should get themselves in this situation moving forward. Uh, uh, well, 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 let me tell you something. I give him, I give him a couple of um, pluses for being straight up being honest being honest right or honest about it and that means you know what he's willing to change you know off the top no a lot of these guys i don't think um uh what's the guy who who masturbated in front of the women the the comedian um louis what's his name ck louis yeah i think that's his name ck louis he was he was um honest Hell, Sarah, Sarah Silverman said he masturbated in front of her. Charlie wrote, "Yes, yes." So, 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 okay. And I'm with you. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you some points for being honest. I'll, I'll give you that. Thank you, because it, it, it makes things less muddy. But why, why, why is this even a thing? This is stuff that no one taught me. This is the stuff that I know, because I don't want people to do it to me. 
People are funny like that. Even when you have good intentions. So, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, if a girl if a girl masturbated in front of you, would you would you um have that reaction? With no context, yes, yeah, that reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just masturbate in front of me. If I'm if I'm a, if I'm a coworker, don't feel like you can do that for whatever reason. I I I and and see, I'm not saying that woman has never done that. I'm saying you're less likely to find that because I think men are doing it because they're in a domineering position and they feel, they feel, they feel empowered. That, 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 I think that's the issue. The issue is position, power, prominence, and it gets to their head. Why the fuck would you do that at work? And I, once again, I never even knew that was a thing back then. I didn't even know that men were doing that. I didn't even know that men thought that that was okay. Because there were a time when men didn't talk about masturbation out in the open. That's just something over the past 10, 20 years where it's now an open dialogue where we're like, yeah, everybody masturbates, da da da, da. Fam, I didn't know people were, men were masturbating in the, in the workplace? Shit, talk about work conditions and needing a union. That's something that motherfuckers were doing then or now? Come on, man. You see what a good union does for you? <laughs> so, 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 yes, if there isn't any context and me and that woman is not involved in any way or, or whatever the case may be, I'm feeling a way about that. Because mm. I may not like you like that. I mean, I, I may barely like you as a coworker. Forget about a friend. You're not a friend. You're not an associate. You're only a coworker. And I barely like you as that and now you, you you find yourself masturbating in front of me because what what is the point you're trying to prove because you like me or you think or you're just trying to get your rocks i mean this is unreal to me this is just unreal so we just have to do better everybody yeah i i, I, I you know i really I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I mean, uh, granted, I'm happy that uh, on both sides it comes, it uh, it happens on both sides, and now they're making an issue on both sides, and it's not one-sided. But it's just embarrassing that a lot of men are being nothing nabbed for the, for that same exact thing, and I'm feeling like, damn, like if if that keeps happening, like what about the men that maybe that did not do it? You know what I'm saying? Like it makes it harder to 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 make a case. Like I I, I did not do it, you know. Well, people need to understand that when you do stuff like that, yeah, you're giving men across the board who are in powerful positions and a and a position of prominence a a, a bad name. Because because that's going to be a narrative. It is a narrative. Men who are powerful, men who are in who are in a leadership position. They feel like they can dominate over women, and they can they ha- they can have their way with them in the workplace, and and this has been happening for some time. So this is a thing, but do we want to put all men in this category? Absolutely not. But when Neil deGrasse Tyson does some shit like this, and he's looked up as a 
up and I'm not saying he's a bad person evil but an upstanding intelligent you're not expecting this from him I'll be honest all the men whether they came out and and admitted or not or they were alleged what well, I don't believe I, I can't believe any of them um because I looked up to all of them I looked up to Russell Simmons I looked up to 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 Matt Lauer I, I looked up to Neil deGrasse Tyson like all these guys what they do and that's why I guess you got to be careful who you look up to. But what they do in their profession, I think they're all great at it. And they've done a lot of great things. So it's like, why would you do this? Like, this doesn't make any sense. I think a lot of it is ego, money, fame. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's been very popular over the past few years. And they, I know they talked about incident in college. Maybe he, I don't know, but you can't let it go to your head. You have a wife. Don't invite people over to your home for, for wine and cheese. You're a public figure now. These are not good choices. And, and, and you have to be careful too because when you are a person of prominence, anything a woman does, you can misinterpret. If she smiles a certain way. That, and that's what I was saying with me reading... There were some times when, because a woman was nice to me and I liked her, I thought that everything she did was like, fine, that she likes me back. Nope, that's not the case. I just felt that way about her. So when she waved at me, I was like, yo, yo, did you see the way she waved? Did you see the way she waved at me? And they're like, uh, she did that. yeah, she waved to everybody. There was a group of us here with you. So, so, so your mind can go a different way. You can misread something, but just because a woman smiles at you or she's friendly, that doesn't give you license to say, oh, well, yeah, she wants it. She wants me. And I think that's what's happening. There, there, there are people around their, in their circle that tells them yes all the time that they can't even read a situation that's saying no. I think that's the problem. All right, yellow. There we are. Okay. Hope, 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 hope the best, and hope that uh, you know, this is uh, he's exonerated if anything comes out of it. But if he's not on Bill Maher anymore as a guest, I wouldn't be. Yeah. You know, I I'm gonna blame you for it because you made a strong case against him. Uh, he made a case against himself. I I love when he's on. He's one of my favorite guests on uh on Bill Maher. Um, but. If, if this, if he kind of has to go away for a while, he can't blame anyone but himself. Anyone but himself. So. Yeah, yeah. Wish him the best. All right. So, we're done. It's a wrap. Until next time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to subscribe, share, and give a review. You can listen to the Obsessively Outspoken podcast on the website at www.obsessivelyoutspoken.com. You can also follow Obsessively Outspoken on social media, Twitter at underscore Outspoken One, Facebook page Obsessively Outspoken, on Instagram, Pinterest, and Google+. Thank you so much for joining us today. Until next time. And listen.